Welcome to Pop Yak, where we yak about pop culture. I'm your host, TJ, and today we're reacting about Skate the Infinity. This show was hyped up by people online, and they were like, hey, there's some LGBT stuff in here. So I, was, I came sniffing around, like, watching it, it definitely is there, which is great. Unless this is not the couple, is the couple not the red and blue boy who have opposites attract vibes because one is blue and one is red? Are they not the couple? If they're not the couple, I'm going to feel very, I'm going to be very surprised. Because they were super close, super early. And I don't know, they just have such great chemistry. I would love that for them. Because this show was hyped up, I came in there with my opera glasses on. Kind of like, observing every little thing that happened. Like, hmm. I was not disappointed. This show was fucking great. It's a skateboarding show. There's a scene in here that gave me SSX vibes. Which is one of my favorite games. And then they were like, hey, it's a shonen. So I'm like, wait, do they fight? Is this like a fighting shonen where they fight with fucking skateboards because that'll take the show to another level but they kind of very early on in this show explain the premise of how they fight it's pretty much a big race and it's wacky races style everybody has a character so you got a ninja a beefcake a um clown they only show you a few people so far so you only get to see those people oh a, a perverted vampire who lives in a castle and watches to see if Blue Boy is back every night that he isn't. I'm bad with names, so I'm going to call the one that reminds me of Yuki from Fruits Basket, Blue, and the fiery red kid, Red. And there's a race that happens between Red and the clown. Not only does the clown cheat, but he cheats by throwing firecrackers in your fucking face. The cheating is totally allowed, so it's very much like Wacky Races, which is another, you know... I love Hanna-Barbera cartoons. I'm so down with the wacky races, but with skateboarding. This is the coolest shit that I've seen so far all year. And I'm trying to think, did this come out this year or last year? Because this, if this came out last year, this is anime of last year. If it came out this year, it's an honorable mention underneath Spy Family. Because Spy Family is so good. So we got a transfer student from Canada who turns out to be a snowboarder. He's very aloof. And it, part of it comes down to him not really knowing the language well. Like, Japanese isn't his first language. So we kind of get to see him fumble through that, which is interesting. Like, he can't read or write very well in Japanese. And I like that, too. It shows you a different kind of character. The fish is not just out of water, but had a unique culture where they came from, you know? That isn't just made-up stuff. Like, Starfire would be like, this reminds me of the Glorfgleben. And they're like, what's a Glorfgleben? And she pretty much explains that it's like a space quinceanera. Of course he wouldn't know how to read and write very well. This is not his first language. Also, woo, Canada. The Beefcake? I had to look up his voice actor and find to find out it wasn't Matt Mercer. He sounds a lot like Matt Mercer. But maybe I just have Matt Mercer on the brain. As soon as I hear a deep voice, I'm like, is that you, Matthew? The skating in this looks really fucking cool. I love the way they grind. Things look like they're dangerous. The only thing I don't like about the races is the really not great texture of the rocks in this mine. Not good. I would have just put this up against the painted background. The CG thing for this doesn't work. And if you were going to use CG for this, don't just throw a cartoon filter over some rocks like it looks like that they did. But I don't know, the CG probably would have looked cheap too. What can you do? We're just going to have to put up with those textures. They're not good, but it's what we got. In between commercial breaks, there's these commercial bumpers that, that tell a little story. I thought that that was the first episode's commercial bumpers were going to be the ones going forward. Kind of like in the Dragon Ball Z ones. There were like five or six that they cycled through. They were like, hey, we're going to give you two new ones that are going to tell a different story that makes more sense in this episode. 
I love this. I hope they continue with that because that took the show up another level for me. I asked earlier if they were going to fight with their skateboards. So this dude did his trick was to make it SSX and like make it snow. I don't know if that's red looking at blue with love in his eyes. And th- and that's not snow. Those are Bishonen sparkles coming off of him. Or it, did he really make it snow? Because that would be fucking amazing. Moving on to episode two. The show almost became an isekai. Blue almost got hit by a truck. And I was like, here comes Truck-kun. He ain't gonna stop. Fortunately, that didn't happen. That Wouldn't that have been crazy? He has to use his limited knowledge of skateboarding and his thorough knowledge of s- snowboarding to fight the evil master lords with the power of snow. That would have taken this show in another wild direction that I wouldn't have expected and also would have loved. I'm not an isekai fan, but something with a premise that wacky, I gotta watch it. I like the relationship chemistry-wise in this show better than I like the main two lovebirds in Jujutsu Kaisen because I didn't feel like their, like, friendship kind of gelled very well. It seemed really forced by the pink boy. But in here, they're both in it. Here, they both have the chemistry. It's not one person doing the, the Miles Morales put the hand on the shoulder. Hey, this one is... Hey man, they really like each other. They're really good friends. So we find out that the names of the beefcake and the ninja are Joe is the beefcake and Cherry Blossom is the ninja. What great names. I love these names. The clown has the worst name. And you know it's bad because I don't remember it. You know it's bad because it's a fun nickname that I don't remember. But Cherry Blossom's not just a ninja, but a futuristic ninja who has a computer built into his fucking skateboard. That tells him the angles he needs to turn at. It looks like Joe so far just has a regular skateboard. But it would be cool as hell if it was like a switchblade or something. Probably why the first episode was so hot. Was that you have to retain an audience in three episodes. I think the studios in Japan are picking up on that trend. So they're like okay. We gotta get them into this as quickly as possible. So let's establish the, the, the romantic relationship. Let's establish the way the game works. And let's put them in the middle of a race immediately. They got all those things out of the way. Oh, and let's establish that we have a villain in this show who is Dio from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but also, during the day, a businessman. Which, I haven't watched much JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but I'm I'm not sure if Dio, during the day, does anything. He's a vampire. But I think this guy's a vampire, too. Or maybe he just pretends to be a vampire the same way that Cherry Blossom pretends to be a ninja. But something about Cherry Blossom makes me think that he is legitimately descended from ninja, and he's just upholding his culture and family heritage. The computer is a little strange comparing it to his ancestors. That's like his own little flourish that he's throwing on top of being a ninja. He's a computer ninja. We got to witness Blue take his first ollie. The whole episode was about him doing that. It's totally different and they explained it very well in this show. They explain a lot of stuff well in this show so that somebody who's not a skateboarder can come into this and go, okay, that's how it works. And then be able to get invested with the new information that they have. Then a beef was established. This young boy who's dressed like a sailor challenged, I think it was the blue boy, to a beef. Me and you have a problem with each other and we're going to settle it. I like that. It's not a beef beef per se. It's more of like a friendly challenge. Because usually things are on the line. At the end of the episode, there's a there's the next episode after the credits thing. Actually watch those. Those are hilarious. Definitely give those a listen at the end of each episode. Usually I skip the preview because I don't want to know nothing. I don't. I want to go in completely dry. I love this character, this little sailor boy that they've introduced. I absolutely love him. That's the first two episodes of Skate the Infinity. I am absolutely smitten with this show. All, this is all you have to do. 
and I'm on board. Give me a cool shonen premise, execute on that premise, and do it in a way I haven't seen before. And they snagged me in one episode. I didn't even need to give them three. I'm going to do these two at a time. And this is what I'm going to be watching until the fall anime season drops into my lap and explodes like a live grenade. So if I don't finish Skate the Infinity before the explosion happens, I will finish it. Thanks so much for listening.